Grr. We're gonna keep making sounds forever. What's up, guys? It's 420. It's your high permaculture entrepreneurs. And we're about to get super high and talk high permaculture entrepreneur stuff. How are you doing as a human guy, Mitchell? I'm doing as good as I can do. That's the most delicious blunt. Shout out to Palm King's uh, Palm Leaf Rolled. Was it King Palm? King Palm. What did I say? Palm King? Yeah. King Palm. Palm King. Palm leaves rolled into cone blunts with filters. All you do is stuff them and smoke them, and they burn slow. And they got like three or four different sizes. That's pretty cool. Did I say my name? I'm sure you did. Tracy Mitchell, if you didn't know. It's High Guy Mitchell. Not high yet, but... That's nice. Well, we're doing good as humans. We went snowboarding today at Breckenridge, and it was super fun. And I've been craving a cheeseburger all day from Flipside. Well, I'll make you something similar. I don't want a burger tonight, so I'll get my fill in. There you go. That's nice. Yeah, so this podcast is brought to you by King of Palm. King Palm. It's King Palm, sorry. Like adding words. I'm doing good, though. I'm excited about where we're at as humans. Uh, we officially shut our microgreens farm down. And it feels very relaxing and we're both not stressed at all as humans anymore. And I feel like we were always just like, not walking on eggshells uh, eggshells around each other at all, but like just always worried about something. Yeah. And dealing with a, not having to deal with like the humidifier leaking or like spilling over. Yeah. And all that shit is nice and I have to worry about that anymore. And then not having to worry about like getting orders in and making sure the product sells and with COVID going up and down and open and shut them fucking style. <laughs> open <Yeah>. and shut them. <laughs> open and shut them. It's like a fucking fairy, uh, what's that? A child's play rhyme. That's how it says. Yeah, it's stupid. But they're starting to open back up restaurants, which is cool. If people would just stop getting tested. Right. And just, like, if you get sick, you should stay home because they don't even give you anything at the fucking off doctor's office anyway. And take some vitamin D and C and zinc and magnesium and even go on a walk. That's my, and put, wear a mask if you're sick. But go on a walk. Go outside. It's good for you. This inside, stay inside bullshit is not how you live healthy. Especially most people have blue lights everywhere all over their home and have, like, basically light pollution in their own home. On themselves. Light pollute yourself. Don't light pollute yourself, people. Uh, what does it mean to be a high permaculture entrepreneur? I think we should like define that for people. Well, obviously, you get high all the time. You wake <laughs> and bake, people. That's the first part of the process is getting high, and then the next part is getting shit done. Yeah. That makes you happy. And that's what being, I think, the permaculture entrepreneur part, to me, is incorporating permaculture into my daily life as an entrepreneur and that means composting i always bring composting but it's like i compost my hair we comp we compost in both of our bathrooms like we compost in the kitchen like we compost we like we have a worm farm i took all my uh like uh, papers that needed to be uh shredded up from tax like taxes this year and or like not this year but like overall documents that you don't want to like throw away and it's all going to be, like, saved and put into our worm farm because the worms love it as their bedding. So it's just, like, to me, that's what, like, you don't necessarily have to, and then the next thing, like the entrepreneur aspect of it, for, for us, and for, I think, any entrepreneur, is, like, like, life is a business to us. 
Does that make sense? Like, life is a business. I treat life as a business and I want to have fun every day. And that's why I think an entrepreneur with their, like, from to, to me, if you're not enjoying every day as an entrepreneur, you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not saying there aren't stressful moments. Yeah, it's fucking stressful. You lose all your jobs and you don't have a fucking company really going. But it's also super cool when you're a permaculture entrepreneur because you have eggs. You have fucking meat in your freezer. You have ACV being made under your counter. Like, you're growing microgreens for yourself. Like, you have an abundance feeling regardless of whether you're making money. Yeah. And to me, that's like the next step is like, all right, well, how do you want to make money? Make it be fun. And like, to me, when I look at the, how much you spend at an hourly job and what you could do if you're creative with your time, I think you'll make way more money. Any individual. Yeah. They do what they're passionate about. That's my definition. Is that pretty much what you think? <laughs> Took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, smoke weed. You could also just define it as like doing, being a permaculturist and being an entrepreneur. They don't have to be technically all together related. No, they don't have to be. I just think that you can make a like you make money by being a permaculturist just because you're safe, you're reusing, reducing, recycling. You're like taking all the energy that you have around you and you're like using it uh, utilizing it correctly <coughs> and I think that is what entrepreneurs need as well is that like mentality I think permaculture and entrepreneurship go together and that's why I like this this podcast <coughs> hi permaculture <coughs> entrepreneur thanks for tuning in we're 20, ranked 29th in Spain supposedly hola all you Spain people all you Spaniards thanks for tuning in we're learning Spanish right now, actually. I'm trying to. My Spanish is horrible. But I'm using this Fluent Forever app, and I'm trying to practice every day. Day two. It's day two. And I have learned what sunflower is in Spanish. Do you remember? It starts with a G. I had to look it up because I couldn't remember. Girasol. Good job. Girasol. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. That's fucking dope, man. Alrighty. Muy bien. I'm so fucking smart. <laughs> Uh, getting into permaculture projects. You have anything you want to share about what you've been doing with permaculture these days? I haven't been doing anything in permaculture really. I'm starting well, a new work. business. Woodworking. Based off carbon based designs. And off the of whole trees that permaculture is about carbon. Carbon. Recapturing it, reusing it. Uh, but yeah, I have a wood shop now. Now I'm making cutting boards and small furniture items and. Whatever someone wants me to make that I can do. Guy's spanking Tabasco's butt if you're wondering what that sound is. Big thick legs. He's sleeping by us. We're on the couch inside. Soon we're going to have a little podcast room in the back with some bar stools. Waiting for the the bracket. Yeah, Guy made me a sweet table, a stand-up desk with a live edge, and some bow tie keys put in to make sure the crack doesn't get bad over time, and it's beautiful. Thank you. So you've been doing stuff, yeah. but just not really outside. Right now, it's freezing out every day. There's really not much to do. Living Systems is where you're potentially part-time gardeners for them if we want to take on projects and help. We pay get 25 bucks an hour, which isn't bad. Um, and we haven't done anything yet, but this lady nearby wants to move logs and set up a garden bed around with the logs, and then you recapture like 
I think we've discussed this a couple episodes ago, but either way, you take all your stuff on site that are like from pruning branches to leaves. bushes to leaves, and you put that in the bed as well as layer it with manure if you had chicken manure access, uh, compost stuff that you've been composting, and or you can if you compost the city, you can actually go pick up. I think you have to pay for it though, which is super lame, but you can go buy it at uh, Ace Hardware. At Ace Hardware? I'm pretty sure like you have to look it up, but like once a year there's all the compost that gets dropped off. You oh. go pick up some compost and get nice. the cheap. That's cool. Yeah. Um, um then I uh what was I gonna say about it? That's all right, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I was, the chickens are laying eggs again. So in terms of my permaculture, I'm always having to take care of chickens. That is a shout out to our old neighbor, John, who's their little part-time chicken keeper when I need him. <laughs> um, but the biggest thing with them is they're dirty and I need to go, like, they, they shit a lot at night and I need to go clean out their coop again. But I don't actually have any bedding, so. What do you, you going to order more of the hemp? Or? I am, but I'm probably not going to go through the Colorado Hemp Project. It's too fucking expensive. But it did all, I need to look at when I ordered it. And they spent like at least six months. This thing went out, sorry. Miss Talkie over here. I am doing a podcast, though. I should be talking. I'm liking this. Yeah, they're really nice. Definitely go Good get yourself a pack. They're really not that much more expensive than the, the ones. Yeah. How yeah. much was it? 20 bucks for I 25? Was, I think it was, yeah, I think it was like 24 bucks for 20 or maybe the opposite. I mean, you get 50 rolls. You get 50 of them, though. Yeah, 20 bucks. Those hint ones suck, though. You don't like them. I mean, it says they're flavorless, but when you open them, it smells like fucking pineapple. Yeah, it's weird. So. I definitely like the the other company better. These burn nice. I can't think of the other company name. My brain's dead. Um, like whatever. Whatever. The most natural hemp rack. Um. So I've been growing microgreens at home now in our office. We set up a cool grow kit that. That's how we're revamping Mile High Microgreens is we teach you how to grow microgreens. So anyone around the world right now, if you speak English, my Spanish is not good enough yet, <laughs> my Spain friends, uh, we can teach you how to grow microgreens over the phone even or on a Zoom call. And like we, we wrote a book called The Superfoods Grower's Guide. It's for 10 bucks on our website. Uh, I'll even send it to you for free right now if you send us your email. Uh, just go jump on our website at boomlife.com and send us an email and say, hey, I heard your podcast. I want a free ebook. <laughs> And I'll send it your way. I'm going to do an update before I send it, though. So you might have to wait like a week. I'm going to work on it this week. And update the book with the new seating chart. And then the added chapter. And you start writing it. It's like how like a quick like hunt, thousand words on like how to start your business part. Yeah. Because that would be a bonus chapter for the book. Next, I think I want to start charging. And buy it now. Ten bucks. I'm going to start charging like 50 bucks on my website for this book. Because... You really do walk away with like, skills you didn't have before. And a, I, like a way of looking at food that you grow yourself differently. Mm-hmm. Like when you're reading it. Just saying like, if we were doing the advice of the book right now, we this week we would be doing it all, like stacking it again. You know? Yeah. And right now I don't really care because it's like I still have three pound, three the cases of pea shoots from the first time. And that's the benefit of growing it for yourself. You have... Like, basically produce in your fridge for, like, two weeks. That if you don't want to eat it one day, it's not a big deal. Or when you go to the grocery store and buy it, you really don't have the... Sorry, I was playing with that pen, guys. 
how dare you make noise. But yeah, grow my greens for yourself. And I actually grow one extra tray every time for my chickens. They love it. If you are a chicken keeper, you need to learn how to grow my greens and fodder for your farm animals. Because it's really good pro like food for them in terms of being nutrient dense. And they love it. You yeah, can tell. They love it. Um, I do like your new phone. I do like my new phone. It's the camera capabilities are pretty awesome. I need to start taking more pictures. That's the whole reason you got the phone, so. I know. Take those damn photos. Take those photos. Uh, I've been doing bee stuff. I've been reading this book called The Practical Beekeeper by Michael Pollan, and it's pretty good. This dude basically teaches Michael you. Bush. Oh, thank you. Michael Pollan's the guy who writes the, like, psychedelic books, right? In other, in other stuff. Yeah, I think he wrote Omnivore's Dilemma. Yeah. I think. Uh, Michael Bush from Michael from, I think it's just Michael Bush Farms from Bush Farms in Nebraska, but he looks just like my mentor, which I think is super cute that there's two old men that look just like each other as beekeepers. Like they could literally be brothers. That's how much every time I look at him, I'm like, is that Don? But he uh, teaches you how to not uh, have to treat your bees, and he's successfully done it for like thirty years. He's only treated them like of those thirty years like four times, and he said they it was a waste of time. I think it's all about hive management and like not giving them the big cell that the was commercialized. The big cell wax foundations have like makes the bees try to be bigger and it doesn't do anything besides cause problems. I was what what he's trying to describe. Um, I've been around all my hives besides three of them, which I should probably go on another nice day. When do you know it's supposed to be nice again? Um, it's supposed to be decent tomorrow, then, uh, I think it's supposed to be up in the mid-50s, like, next weekend. It's supposed week. to be in the 50s tomorrow, though, too? Like, 47. I might go do a heft test on those three hives that I haven't been by. Depends on. But I've been heft tests. Everyone's pretty good, and the ones that weren't, uh, I gave them candy boards, which was just my bees, which they seem fine, but I was just, they definitely, the, the little hive definitely needed food. And then the ones that I've done syrup for, I'm done with syrup. I fucking hate it. I hate everything about the syrup. I hope I don't have to feed bees. That's the, like, dilemma that I'm in. Because I don't like feeding bees syrup anymore. I'm sick of it. It's just, like, a mess. And, like, the the seal is stupid. I, like, I might try the in the frame feeders. You can literally, like, it's like a plastic thing. And you drop it into the, like, into one of the spots. And it's in their hive. Mm -hmm. I just don't I would hate to see them die well it's like 50, it's like 50% 50-50 chance right yeah it's stupid uh, so back to bees uh, I drove out to my apiary Longmont and to check on all those hives where there's nine hives out there and it was the first time out there by myself and of course when I get there two of the hives have lost their tops and I guess it's been super windy out there like every Hive is ratcheted down onto a pallet, and then there's center blocks and everything, but I put the center blocks on top of the hives, because that, I think, was the issue. Like, they're sitting next to the hives, like, to weight down the pallets, mm -hmm. but it's like, if it's on the hive, and the hive's on the pallet, all the weight's still on, like, don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah, so I've moved, I moved all the cinder blocks away and around, and we are... On our way to having hopefully nine alive hives. All of them are alive, even the ones that had the top off. They were buzzing around. 
the um, trick to, I think, that he only brings up in the Michael Bush in his book on page 163. If you get the practical beekeeper, I'm opening it up. So I'm going to just read you a bunch of the flowers he recommends. Because as if you're not a beekeeper, but you are a human, which I'm assuming everyone's a human listening. Maybe you're an alien like my brother. Um, <laughs> that's another podcast topic. Uh, either way, 163, sorry. There, guy, are you here in this pod? Are you on this podcast today? Yeah. Are you? You're flowing right now. Trying to. <laughs> so, planting for bees. Basically, if you can have flowers all year round, that's awesome. That's California and tropical climates. Here, though, in Colorado, we want to have stuff popping up, though, as soon as it can. Like, right now, February, March, April, like, and we're going to start seeing, like, dandelions in your yard don't spray them or pick them leave them for the freaking bees please but here's a list of things yellow and white sweet clover they both bloom at different times and that's freaking awesome and then hyssops borage bird's foot trifle tulips uh tulip poplars is what it says black locusts uh, those are to fill in the late gaps. So like, and then, uh, pollen from red maples, pussy willows, elms, crocuses, red bud, wild plums, choke cherries, other fruit trees. And dandelions are always around. It says it. Chicory and goldenrod. Asters. Basically plant a food forest. For bees. I'm glad um, I taught, that's like, to me, the most important thing we could all do as humans is plant more seeds. And I'm actually going to start making these seed bombs with, uh, brought to you by, uh, Os- what's his name? Fukuoko? Yeah. I always mix him up with the other dude. Who's the other dude? The, like, Buddha guy, like, the Buddhist guy, Osho. Oh. Because it's, like, Montanobu Fukuoko, isn't that his name? From Sowing Seeds in the Desert? Rapey dude? No. The Sowing Seeds yeah. is yeah. Mon- Mononoko Fukuoko. Yeah, seeds. Yeah, the seeds dude. Yeah. But the uh, Osho is, like, the... Rapist, rapey Buddha dude. Yeah. <laughs> rapey yoga. Rapey yoga Buddha dude. Uh, or whatever, whatever you want to call him. Go watch that. Go watch that. What I don't is know that? What the called. red. Oso? Or the red. Oso. It means bear in Spanish. The red <laughs> tribe. The fuck is that document called? It doesn't high as. I am high as shit. <laughs> uh, but I can still read good. <laughs> I can still read good. I'm reading my notes real fast, guys. The revamp for my my greens, again, like we said, hit us up. If you want to learn how to grow food, just send us an email, tracy.mitchell at aboomlife.com, or go to a boom life and click on the contact us tab. That's what I'm saying. We will teach you how to grow. Uh, carbon-based designs, he's cutting it. We sold our first cutting board, and Guy already has six orders for cutting boards. Family. Via family, but that's what he learned is and hit up family and friends. Hit up your family and friends first. And then they get a piece of the pie, and then they start sharing people to other people that you don't even know. That's the best part. Uh, so as an entrepreneur, I use Neat at the Neat app, which is how you, I scan my receipts in and to organize them for the year. And then I don't even ever look at them ever again. And I basically wait for one time a year where I do it, because I just hate fucking scanning in receipts. I don't know why. I hate taking the time to do it during the day. <laughs> I should get better at that. I've been doing, as an entrepreneur too, I'm basically like my account, our accountant, and I'm working on the income report, and we did pretty good last year, despite all the bullshit. Well, we were hustling. We were close to making 10 figures, or 10 figures, 
That's a lot of figures. Six figures. We are really close. I haven't added it all up to yet. But yeah, congrats to us. The setting up your workshop. Give us a breakdown. How was like the process? Well, we and, broke like, down all the racks that we're selling off as grow kits. No, I know, but also just like what made you like decide that saw that you got? Like, I think it's really cool that you're just like you knew everything that you wanted to get, and it's like you're already like up and going, and already sold something, and you did it with like in a week. Gotta have a plan, I guess. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to do projects that I can get done in that space with the with the tools that I have. Well, and that's the biggest part I think about entrepreneurship too is always starting small and not getting in over your head on something that you can't like legit legitimately pay for. And that's right. like the cool thing about running this business out of our garage is like there's really not a bill like our bill is our mortgage. I want to live here. Yeah, and that's just bonus. Um, and bonus that we can leave. And bonus that we can leave. I'm microgreens like the, like, the micro. There's yeah we just tripped. Uh, we tripped it. We just made a trip decision for March Puerto Rico so hopefully nothing crazy goes on with COVID in the next if only keeps getting better keep getting healthy people keep eating microgreens that you grow yourself ours are growing in the back and honestly they maybe got a little dried out from no, staying in break last night but I don't care it doesn't like affect my like well-being yeah overall it's like oh oh well should have watered that more <laughs> Well, and we, and we have to just, like, level it so it's not all sitting. No, but when you add place. a full cup, it, the water so does go to the back, so. Well, there you go. There you go, babe. There you go, babe. But it, we probably should level out the rack. It would help. Uh, Boom Sports is back, baby! I'm ready to coach little kids. And I think we're going to get up to maybe 70 kids is my goal by the end of this. Because my mom said we already had one extra kid sign up for pre-K-2. And then the... Sports Dome's coming in hot. Coming in hot. We went from two kids at the beginning of the week, and one class is already full at 11. Yes, that's good. I can't wait to have that many kids. And they opened it up to 16. I want to talk to uh, Josh about that. Is that a mistake? Mm. I don't care. One extra kid in half the time, there's an absence anyway. And then I'm hoping Friday gets up 10. We're at 5 right now. Which is cool because that class had zero. It had, no, it had two kids. And two kids wasn't worth coaching for, but five is for sure worth coaching. Six is better, but I'll take five. You gotta start with something. I'll take five. You have a class? You're doing a class that's running around? Tell your friends, please. But I'm so excited to be back. I've missed, I've honestly missed coaching. It's been like. You also miss making money too. Well, it's both. Like, I like that job. The job is just so much fun for the, like, amount of time we have to do it it's not that many hours like and you still have your freedom yeah freedom to do what we want that's part of life is like learning the balancing act of what makes you happy and how do you make money doing it and if some if you work at a like place where you don't really enjoy like put still all your heart and soul into it until you can figure out what like you still show up still do a good job be the best that you can be all the time that's my always my goal even if it's like, all right, I'm going to clean my house. All right, I'm probably the best at cleaning my house right now. I'm probably the best beekeeper I can be. Even when I feel like when I'm out there, like when I was out there at the apiary by myself, I was like, man, this is going to be like kind of scary this year. Well, you're going to do it just like I'm trying to do the damn workshop thing. You're going you to learn by doing. You guys dive in there. I know. I'm it excited. Scary, I love, I love like the bees. Said, like we said, we'd rather 
do this, then... I mean, I've been thinking about calling Ron and just trying to do something, but it's like... I'm no, about to start coaching sports is back and, and I'm doing that. And so it's and like I think the Living Systems gig is going to be good on the side. Make a couple extra bucks. Make pay for our beers. I wish beers. I, you got a can sound? <laughs> sound like queef. That sounds weird, queef. Yeah. Well, you can't make the sound of the popping can. Whatever, we suck. Yeah, sorry. Trying, guys. I'll keep practicing my can sounds. The can sounds. I do want a beer. Even after drinking all that last night. I fucking got lit up last night, guys. Not even like, I don't get belligerent. I don't like do that. I just like get super drunk, like point, incognito I'm drunk. I'm sorry to realize when Tracy makes herself an old fashioned. Like, <laughs> That's my last drink. It's like me eating a cookie late night. I was like, eat a cookie, except she makes herself an old fashioned. Normally means she's already. Already gone. Already I, gone. I mean, we drank a six-pack together. She kept pack trying to together. tell me that I ate both her cherries when she gave me one of the cherries. <laughs> After, I honestly did not remember eating the cherry, and I went back upstairs and took a cherry out of the fridge to eat one. <laughs> Goofball. Yeah. We barely made it out snowboarding. We got there. We were already in Breckenridge. Got on the mountain at like 11. 11. <laughs> barely got home in this little I was basically hungover from... We got up fairly early, too. We got up at, like, 8. But I was basically hungover from 8 to 10.30. Recovering. And the Dunkin' Donuts coffee tasted good, but it probably didn't help. Yeah. There's no, like, nutrients in that coffee. Like, I drink coffee for the nutrients. Like, the Keon coffee is where it's at. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes again. I was just like, thanks for stepping in right then. The process, like, that's our process. We are, we're team. We're team. And that's, like, when you are looking for a partner in life, like, find someone who compliments you and, like, makes you better. And, like, appreciates your faults, but, and, like, but doesn't, like, cater to them. Like, how, like I feel like we both try to make each other better. And, like, anything that, like, is annoying about each other, I feel like we, like, address it and, like, try to help each other not be annoying. Like, I try not to be annoying for you, even if I am annoying sometimes. I'm committed summer. to you. <laughs> what am I supposed answer. to do? I'm committed to you. That's good. I'm glad I am. Tabasco's committed to us. The, we shouted out Flipside Burger already. You know, the Kimo Sabi Sushi in Frisco is delicious. The courtesy... Uh, Palm King. King Palm. King Palm. <clears throat> and, of course, CBD. You want to do the commercial? Um... This podcast is brought to you by Cultivated Hemp Company, the best damn CBD on the whole damn planet. And if you didn't know that already, you probably haven't tuned into this podcast before because I say it every time. Guy and I like to use it. I put on his neck today in the south. How's put your neck my feeling? Damn right? neck. Feels real good. Yeah, it does. That blunt also helped. I'm too. sure it did. I'm ready for another one, actually. I like to get high. But that shit high. is good. And the CBD, though. Feet pain. Yeah, it's just the shit. I love it. Thank you, uh, Seth. And your wife? I don't know your wife's name. Can't think of it. We'll have to have him over and have a pizza party with him. Make cook some sourdough big pizza CBD, for them. Uh, salad dressing and uh, also CBD else. and coffee. I don't coffee. Have to just cook sourdough pizza my whole life. I don't know. I like sourdough pizza and the pita nights are always super fun. I'm a big fan of your pita. Your I pita. Pita game strong. Uh, shout out to Forge. Uh, they're back strong. open and Dewey's doing his omakases. And if you want to have the best sushi of your life, and you're not in Frisco. And you're in Denver. Go to Forge. The hell's an omakase? 
omakase is where you trust the chef to his choice. It's called chef's choice. And he crushes it and will fill your fucking belly up till you're, you're like, you tap out basically. Like 20 courses. You basically end up having 15 to 20 handmade, like big ass bites of sushi. It's amazing. I want it right now, actually. I need it all over again. We should do that uh, maybe for our anniversary. For the anniversary? Yeah. Okay. You don't have to. Okay. Okay. Shout out to National Disgrace. Our homeboy, Griff, he has a sweet-ass hat company. And I think he makes t-shirts, too, and masks. And pins. And stickers. And I'm excited for him. He basically ride a shred with him again. Yeah, we like to ride with him in Keystone. I know I didn't matted. I didn't. I didn't. um, I didn't braid my hair today and just shoved it in my coat, and it looks literally like a rat. See, if you just take a second and and braid it, I know I didn't have time the other day. I was. You mean we left at ten thirty? I was hungover. I did not give a fuck about my hair. Now it looks like. Now I have to brush it. You were correct. Party on. But Griff actually might be our next first party on. <laughs> I when you do that, but I get it. Party on, Garth. Party on, Wayne. You got to say it back to me then. I said it first. Party on, Garth. Party on, Wayne. So yeah. we're going to go shred again next week with Griff, I hope, on his birthday. On and his we should birthday? do a podcast on Tuesday. We should do a podcast on his birthday. Conor McGregor fight. It's like the 25th. Fifth. No, 25th. I think it's the 12th. No, no, I think I saw January 25th. 11th? All right, whatever. So what's the cool fucking permaculture fact of the week? It's about your nose. What the fuck is it? A bee's snows, actually. A bee has over 170 or 170 olfactory odorant receptors. Olfactory? Olfactory. And or odorant. Is that, they're like, you can, they are, you can switch, they're synonymous. 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 They're synonymous. But that means a bee can, they have twice as many of a mosquito and like a hundred more than a fruit fly. And it's crazy because bees can smell like you. They can smell honey. That's how they go rob other bee- beehives if they're hungry. Mm-hmm. And they can smell bananas. And I think that's a, they can think that's another queen. I'll attack you, so don't eat a banana by a beehive. Fucking don't eat a banana. And if you want to know how many human, how many olfactory receptors a human has, it's 400. And it says we can smell it to one trillion different smells. Isn't that crazy? A trillion smells? How's that, how do they even know that? I don't know. What, like, what like, is who, even a trillion like, smells? And how would a human, like, if they tested a human, like, he, how long do they have to sit there and smell all those trillion, like, I don't think you can smell a trillion things in a lifetime. I'm sure the half a trillion is probably all the chemicals that are just in the air that we just breathe, that we don't even know what the fuck they are. Well, I don't know if that really is really a permaculture fact, but it's pretty cool. You breathe lots of chemicals every day. Fact. Fact. And that's so why you should also plant... That helps yeah, that's why you should it. have house plants, because it helps... Uh, keep clean air in your home. Keep a clean air in the home. I think home, we're about home. to sign off, players. I hope you're having a fabulous 2021. Super grateful for all our listeners. Uh, I'm excited to take this podcast to another level this year. And I'm excited to keep moving forward as a high permaculture entrepreneur. Fuck yeah. Boom. Ta-ta. Have a great day. Toodles. Bye. Peace out. Love ya. This podcast is brought to you by Cultivated Hen Company. If you haven't had their CBD, you're crazy, man. 
You should go get it right now. Use our code MICRO25 at checkout with a capital M, and you will have the best CBD shipped to your door for 25% off. That means you get their gold label, their silver label, their white label, their pet label, their honey, their salve, all for 25% off. Are you crazy to not listen to this offer? Go use it. MICRO25, capital M, I-C-R-O 25, at checkout, cultivatehandcoding.com. Boom, bitch.